This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk, here. And today, I'm joined by the lovely, the talented, and someone I'm honored to call my friend, Ash. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for for joining. And I, I was really excited to have you on because... I know that we both have something in common, which is for, for people who are watching, the, her background says it all, anime, manga, figures, <laughs> everything. We love it. We love to see it, especially the shirt. Um, so I wanted to know more about your nerd journey because I feel like, I feel like uh, we're both old enough to know how it was in the 90s, early 2000s, growing up with like being a nerd or liking anything in that kind of speck of pop culture and compared to it now so when did your anime loving journey start like when when did that start oh at a young age to be honest it's the influence of my cousins they're big like dragon ball z fans and during that time like i was still not aware of what type of shows to be like really into but I remember Sailor Moon specifically and just like the whole glimmer and glamour of like the girls transforming and then I got really fascinated with space and I saw that they dealt with a lot of celestial beings and um and that comes from my grandma who's also an extreme nerd for Star Trek so it kind of just equivalent from there seeing my grandma become uh, a collector for Star Trek things and as I grew older it kind of just like was in my blood to start collecting anime things, but it didn't really hit home until middle school. And that's when I was first introduced to my first manga, my first like really in-depth like anime watching, uh, which is Inuyasha, both manga and anime. And yeah, and it just, um, I wasn't, you know, able to collect things there, but I remember specifically, I would beg my grandma to take me to the library every Wednesday after school so I can pick up all the manga that I could even get some anime DVDs bring it home and watch it and yeah it just like it sailed from there in high school when I first started collecting it all started with Bleach I got my first fringy plushie and it just went into a bunch of different plushies and yeah when I went to it just like kept going it's like there's uh, I guess ball rolling down the hill just kept getting bigger and bigger as it kept going and yeah I went to my first convention got my first figures now I'm just a convention junkie ultimate otaku with my background back here I love it it just won't stop (laughs) and I I love that you you also highlighted um I love that you highlighted about how you know you said your grandma was a Star Trek fan right Oh yeah, a huge nerd. Like I, she has a whole like dining room cabinet. You know, like most grandmas have like their prime and proper like dish. There, no, it's just her Star Trek like memorabilia collection, and um, also like our living room. We have these cabinets underneath the TV. They're all Star Trek DVDs and VHSs, which used to record the series. She collected those, and now she has like the box sets. So, yeah, it's all because of her. Everything's because of her. So going from, you know, from the love of Star Trek and then like seeing the love of Star Trek and seeing how much joy that brought your grandma and then seeing how much joy anime brought you growing up, like what was it or what is it about anime that that uh, it really attracts you? Like, has it changed from when you're a kid that like what's attracting you now to anime or like what's what's the thing about anime that's really grabbing you to that medium? 
I think it's just the complexity of the stories. Like I, to get real with our world here, like sure it's complex, but it's just like everyday tasks seem to be mundane and you get used to the mm. cycle. But when you watch anime, like you just feel you connect to these characters, but then it expands more when their whole universe like turns into like isekai or like they have like this whole different realm they're gonna be part of, or just like these different crazy bad guys they gotta beat up. Like it just, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I think also um, to be honest, it does stem from like depression as a kid, because uh, I'm sure a lot of us older generation can remember growing up in the '90s and 2000s that sometimes we were bullied for liking anime um, or manga or just nerd stuff in general. So just being able to like see like grow up with that and see how far it comes, especially when now TikTok has blown up the anime, which I think is really, really great. Um, it just it's a lot more enjoyable. And I feel like now that um, I can freely express myself with anime and what I like and like, no matter what genre it is, it's just, I feel like right now there's a whole new community to be a part of and I'm excited to be a part of. So that makes it even 10 times enjoyable. I think so too. And as someone on, on my side who, you know, chat rooms have always been a thing from since like basically I would say AOL, but definitely like MySpace really brought it and then Facebook, et cetera. And then I've never, I never was part of Tumblr, but from what I heard Tumblr was also its own thing too. And seeing the evolution of the anime community being more prominent, especially like for me, when I, when I knew anime was big, I forgot whose birthday it was. I want to say maybe Little Wayne's daughter. It was someone's. It was someone's daughter's birthday. Someone famous daughter's birthday. It was on this show on MTV called Super Sweet Sixteen. And for anyone oh, that doesn't know, yeah. yeah, for anyone that doesn't know <laughs> what it is, it's basically rich people celebrating the sixteenth birthday. Um, and they go hard. They they spend like millions of dollars. They go hard. And I remember someone's daughter who who hosts the who's being celebrated wore like a like a it was like a weird like top hat but had the Naruto, the Leaf Village um, uh, crest on, like ingrained on it. It was like really, it was like super cool. That's so cool. And when I saw, as soon as that happened, everyone went to the store. I'll never get it. Cause they used to sell Naruto headbands everywhere, especially at Tours Russ. Um, and people cleared it, people cleared it out. And that's when, now that was like years ago, probably like back in 2000, I would say 2009, 10 maybe. And even probably a little bit earlier than that. And like, seeing people and that, that's why i knew the the whole scope of like oh celebrities say it's cool or show it no matter what it is people are going to gravitate towards it and then people are like you know eventually like oh oh well, even though i got this thing just because like it looks cool as a fashion statement i want to kind of check this thing out and naruto is one of those you know shonen where it's like you can get into it, it has the typical good storytelling it, uh the the violence slash action that kids like the violence that kids would just gravitate towards with the complex enough storytelling in terms of like something that adults would also get something you know adults that babysit or you know parents that want to watch something with their kids will be able to sit so it's one of those perfect anime that can kind of get people into stuff um as someone who's been a part of like just loving anime for some such a long time what is it about tiktok that like at least tiktok and now like I, you know any platform you're really a part of but what's about the social media now like what's about the what about the anime community online now that makes you feel so like at home with it. 
Uh, just like any small thing that you can talk about. Like I can mention how I really like, I don't know, Shoshomaru's hair for some reason, like so nice and shiny. I wish I had hair like that. And like just one person could agree. And like, we could talk about, have a whole ass conversation just about how we can get our hair to be like Shoshomaru's. Like what kind of conditioner do we think he uses? Like just expand on that. And just, I think that's what's really great. And um, honestly, the whole reason why I even joined TikTok is because I was seeing other anime creators really enjoy themselves and interacting with people. And I wish I had that in my life at that time because I've been a closet nerd for, for so long. And I just kind of got tired of it. I wanted people to be a part of that conversation and not be shy about it anymore. So I dipped my toes in it and this is where we are today. And Love I'm glad it. I'm getting a lot of my I, quote unquote normie friends to like actually get started into anime and manga. And it's been really see their journey, um, particularly one of my best friends. He used to be one of those people that would make fun of people, you know, watching anime, but now he's an avid Naruto watcher. He is addicted. He annoys me on Instagram because he always sends me like all kinds of different memes, but I appreciate that. Like he's a super fan now. <laughs> that's that's what it's all about. It's hard. It's hard to get, you know, uh, normies into, into anime. Especially since it's, so, it's just such a different way of storytelling compared to everything that's taught and displayed in Hollywood or in the West. So it's so a very untraditional, yeah. like untraditional way for Western audiences compared to like the Eastern audiences. And I, I want to dive into something you said too, because I think that a lot of people can resonate with that because the reason why I have this nerd week, meaning a, like a week where I just record straight podcast episodes of just on the nerd subject is because I feel like at some of the stuff this in, my, in a previous podcast episode I recorded a couple months back about their perception on nerds. So I was just really curious about people's perceptions on like people who watch anime in particular, but also like superheroes and stuff like that. And just seeing it, a normie or a person that's outside the community perception on people that they never really interact with period outside like me because I knew the person is such is so interesting and when people say because you're not the only one a lot of people actually share a lot of what you just said in terms of like um you know Star Trek or Star Wars different things you know where they were surrounded with their kids and kind of grew into anime eventually and about being like a closet nerd how long do you do you know like is there like an estimate or ballpark for you like how long you feel like you had to keep being a nerd I guess under wraps and do you know like like what why can you like go a little bit of why you did that yeah for sure uh well I so middle school I would always carry my manga around but I wasn't like too avenue like getting people to read it with me it was just like something for myself um but then like getting into high school where like you have more pressures from society to be a certain way from your peers to I just Kind of kept that to myself it was kind of like my new thing to just go home and watch and enjoy it and then like restart and have another switch flip on and be like okay i'm just gonna be a normal high school girl and then in college it was kind of different for me because i went to a, a nerd school basically i'm in engineering so I, <laughs> I had a bunch of people that really enjoyed anime so kind of like <laughs> you know helped us band together but even still like when you're trying to be a professional, um, like you get, you pretty much get told that you shouldn't be who you are. You should just be strictly professional and yep. just like do the job you're supposed to do and not like expand on anything else. And so I just kind of kept that hidden until basically the past two years. So I guess since COVID, I was just like, you know what, like times suck right now. And like life mm. is short. We shouldn't dwell on the past. We shouldn't just like, keep ourselves cooped up or just like 
keep things that we genuinely enjoy and feel happy about to ourselves. We should be able to share that with people, even if they don't like it at first or don't ever like it, like at least they know that you're passionate about something, you know? And so, yeah, that's just pretty much my journey for that. I just hope it keeps going. <laughs> no, and I, I, I so. really love that you said that. Like, I really love that because <clears throat> I as well feel like, you know, being being under it's, it's hard it's definitely like you said society really tells you uh that you should do one thing or not. i mean at the end of the day when you think about it we're uh people at least and i can only speak for americans people um <clears throat> our american kids are asked at like the age of 15 to decide the next almost decade of their life which is you know you have to decide hey where are you gonna go to school you even do the sat yet but like where are you gonna go to school because you need to go get a certain score to go in that school and then after that it's like hey what major do you want because after that you can change, but you really probably shouldn't change. And then you kind of have to go like, you know, after two years, you're forced on this track to go finish regardless, uh, wherever you start. And then you have to go to this job. You probably don't even want, you probably not even want to be able to work in that job, but you got to go do it anyway. And then, Hey, guess what? If you didn't go to school for free, uh, well, you have to go pay this back too. So there's all that stress. And it's like, Hey, if you buy, you know, I, I don't you know, I have a lot of this on screen off screen, but like, you know, you buy pops or you buy you know, manga, basically anything on the back of your shelf is like, Oh, that person doesn't take care of their family. That person is probably on the borderline of being homeless. And it's crazy. Like the perception on nerds is so crazy. It's like, uh, cause being a nerd is to be fair, being a nerd is expensive, but at the same time, I feel that's such a dumb argument for people to say that because like any, any hobby that you really enjoy is going to cost something. It's going to cost money. You know, you like sports. You, it's, it's expensive. You're on the West. So you already know any, any sports team you ever want to go to is probably going to cost you like, almost like you know you want to get good seats probably won't cost you like a good your your rent or something like it's going to cost it's going to cost you a lot of money so it's like yeah it's so weird that when it comes to i guess nerd things i use air quotes there um it's like oh that's when it's like oh anything you buy is just a waste you know like it's everything you've seen is a waste and oh it's unprofessional if you like anime in your purse like the the wild thing too I, i feel like is that and I, I got a lot of friends on apps that kind of got off of social media because their jobs found their TikTok or Instagram, et cetera. And it's like, hey, you know, like this is kind of, you know, what are you doing? This is kind of like weird, like in the most, I guess, professional way you can say it, like, oh, what you're doing is weird. And I don't want employees like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so it's it's wild. And so a lot of people had to quit because like, oh, yeah, my boss found it. And, you know, da, da, da. and this is so, this could be someone who like I've had people who work in mail rooms and their, their, who are their supervisors like is said, yeah, this is kind of weird what you're doing. We kind of need you to stop. And people who like, you know what I'm saying? Like you would think there's a president of the company like, Hey, you, you know, what you're doing is kind of setting a bad tone for the company. You should, you should probably quit that. And it's so mm-hmm. weird that no one says that when it comes to like, Oh, sports or, or, or even video games for the most, or even video games still get their own little thing. But like, it's not, I feel like it's not as bad as like when it comes to like anime. Like, I don't know what it is about anime uh, besides like, you know, the, the hentai stuff. I understand like people, I guess that's what the only exposure people get, which is funny <laughs> because that's not even on television. You know, like what's on television is not any of that. So I never like understood where that comes from because it's it, to me, when someone brings that up in conversation, the only way you can find, like, figure that kind of, like, find that kind of stuff mostly is if you look for it. You know what I'm saying? So when people ask me about that kind of yeah. stuff, I'm like, yeah, but how did you find out about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's have that conversation. Like, how did you find out about hentai? That's that's where I want to know. Because Naruto and stuff is 
over TV is you can go to any, you can go to anywhere. You can go to Ross, you can go to TJ Maxx, you can go to like any insert store. You're probably going to find some uh, Naruto, DBZ, Pokemon merch there. But it's so funny, the, the, you know, the shift. And like you said about, you know, finding a community, especially I feel like quarantine, a lot of people, um, you know, found uh, an escape because, you know, life sucked, like suck sucked. And it was really stressful. And it was, a lot of people had anxiety. And I feel like, you know, becoming a part of the community, like a community of whatever you really love or you really enjoy, like anime, is really is really powerful. But your but your love for manga, did that come the same time as anime or is that something like did manga come first? Uh, How did you get into manga? I know a lot of people is hard. It is really hard for them to get into manga or like comics and stuff like that. Um. Okay. Well, I think it came at the same time because um, this goes back to me having like this crush <laughs> on this boy in middle school. He really loved Inuyasha and, you know, a little middle school me was just like, oh, I want to impress him and I want to like, like the things he likes. And so um, I was staying up on the weekend and it was adult swim. I like Cartoon Network anyways, because they had like the best cartoons in the time, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, hot Interesting take. Interesting <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, so I found out that um, not only Inuyasha, but Bleach was airing at the same time, um, around the same time, so I started getting to those, but it really was like, I used to go to the library with my grandpa, because he, he like checked out um, books every now and then, and I would always end up in this one specific section, I remember, it's Murray Hill Library in Jacksonville, Florida, it was right at the very front near the register, and it had one aisle, like one little case of manga, and it was um, actually, uh, Kari Kano was the first manga I physically looked at, I didn't read it, I looked at it, I was like, this is interesting, it's like comic books, but I don't really understand it, especially because I didn't understand, like, you're supposed to read a certain way, too, Oh yeah, right? yeah. it's different than how we read here in America, and um, so I just put it back and then I eventually found the Inuyasha manga and that's when I first started getting into it. And that's because I saw Shishomaru because, you know, he's the love of my life. I had to know more about him. I forgot about my crush in middle school. I had to know that's funny. Yeah, I feel you. More about Shishomaru. So that's pretty much from there. I didn't collect manga though. Like I just started reading it more and more as I went to the library, but it really has heightened the past couple of years. My cat's talking in the background. You're all good. But, <laughs> yeah but yeah these past couple of years it kind of really heightens after reading attack on titan manga like mm. i have never felt such an emotional impact when reading attack on titan like i kid you not i had to take a couple of days off of work because after reading it and finishing it it just it hit me it hit me hard there were so many things also i'm bad at i'm really I binge read manga too. And it probably wasn't good for me to read, <laughs> binge read Attack on Titan. It's not a healthy series to binge read. I'll just put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it just like, there's so many emotions from reading Attack on Titan. I just like love feeling I get, no matter what genre of manga it is, if it's shonen or shoujo, I feel like it doesn't even matter at that point. Like if you genuinely enjoyed the story and the complexity of the characters, complexity of the plot and like how it gets to point A to point B, or whatever point you get to, it just it's such an amazing like feeling and journey to be a part of. Yeah, no, I 100 because like I'm one of those people. Whether it's anime or manga, I'm very like I need to I get hyper focused on it, and not because like I need to be, but it's just like I really enjoy finishing what I start, especially if it's finishable. I don't know if that's a word, but I just made a word up. But like <laughs> it, it, it's you can finish it, 
and um and I, that's all i enjoy about it. so especially when it comes to manga like i have to sometimes if i sometimes if i put down a manga i'm probably not gonna pick it. even if i really love it sometimes i won't pick it up just because my focus so that's why sometimes like if i if i'm reading it i'll i'll finish it not like all in one sitting of course but i meant like you know i won't binge i don't binge read multiple series at one time like i'll do weekly series of course like one piece um or like why well, even like for me i didn't start my manga journey like seriously starting until like high like senior year high school when i was reading like one piece naruto's coming to the end at that point um i believe bleach was probably already done by the time i left high school or no it, i think it was done when i went to college or something like that but Ble bleach was bleach was on its way out and stuff so it was like this new shift in manga, but I remember reading it and just seeing the art, especially like I'm not the biggest Bleach fan, but Kubo's art, I won't like you can't deny how great Kubo's art is. It's so and beautiful. Bleach, yeah, it's, it's a masterpiece. It is, it is. That 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 is factual. Then you have <laughs> um, despite what people think of uh Oda, the One Piece have some has some of the best sceneries and fight scenes. And then you, you know, anyone who hasn't read uh anyone who has not read DBZ's manga, I'm telling y'all right now, it is like it to me pound for pound is one of the best uh fights like drawing fights like it's just it's just really good Toriyama does like a great job with it and so seeing all that made me go like oh manga is not that no you're not that bad because I I was into comics but I wasn't into comics like that just pretty sense comics I only could get volumes where I was at so like volumes are really expensive for com uh, for comic books opposed to like manga volumes manga volumes especially when I first started, it was like, I think like around, it's always been around like seven to $8, seven to eight, $9, unless you get like a big, big, huge one, but like the regular volumes are pretty smaller mm -hmm. in uh, price. And so I really fell in love with like manga. And, and I also noticed that you have, you also have, I think you have Japanese ones too. I think the ones in the bottom right for what I'm looking at, I think those are Japanese. Or, or do you, do you read them or is it just like more of a collection thing? I think they are. They look like, but I, as far as me, I'm now tripping. I think it's like under, it's like under. Yeah, your, yeah, these are Japanese uh, manga. Japanese, I right? actually have some more. Yeah, so I have Jujutsu Kaisen, I have Blue Lock, and I have Tokyo Revengers right now. Just started uh, collecting Tokyo Revengers. But yeah, um, I, so I'm actually going to be moving to Japan in a couple months. Hmm. And I, am trying really hard to learn Japanese and to read it so I thought uh -huh. I mean as well like if I'm going to be living in Japan I'm going to be learning the language and I like collecting manga I need to try reading it in Japanese so I've been trying to collect um, my favorite um, series uh, in Japanese um, Jujutsu Kaisen is one of them Blue Lock highly recommend to anybody yes. it's my favorite sports sports manga out there i will preach about until the day i die um but yeah i just have an app translator app and i just scan through it and um yeah that's how i read it i didn't know that see that's that's how i'm telling you technologies that's crazy that's like you know that's so dope that uh that's that's just crazy i never really i never thought about that and um well also notice too and i like too is that you also have gone to cosplaying recently or at least I don't know if it's recently, but I've seen you get more into like cosplay and do uh, photos and videos. Is cosplay something you've done for a while? Or is that something like kind of new? Oh, that's definitely new. I did my first cosplay. What was it? I think a, actually a year ago, I did my first cosplay for Halloween because that, that was my way to step out of my norm. Like, okay, it's a 
day where traditionally people dress up like I won't feel too out of my zone being the character I like which is uh, I was a female version of Todoroki and um it was a blast like a lot of people um because I was surrounded by uh people I'm um friends and co-workers and they were either fans of of my hero academia or they just didn't know about it but they got into it and um that was cool and then yeah so I went to Florida Megacon um recently and this was my first time ever cosplaying at a convention which was the best experience of my life I was so scared out of my mind to do it did Kisuke from Bleach and a female version of him and um yeah it was really cool it also made me realize there's a huge generational gap uh you know from like early 2000s to like modern day people watching you know YouTube growing up with YouTube instead of just a tsunami or adult swim (laughs) um because I didn't realize it um short story here yeah roaming around the floor a lot of people were like I like your Phil's cosplay your Phil's cosplay is so good I was like who the hell is Phil's like I don't know this person and um I was just like oh man no one knows who I am besides like the OG people they're like oh man that's it was wild. great then i looked it up and phil's is uh actually like a minecraft youtuber i think and yeah but it was cool i played with it though you know i don't want to upset people <laughs> like if they want to enjoy what i'm wearing and they think who it is and that's great <laughs> and that was in the yeah. keysgate I'm, I'm planning a zoro cosplay yeah yeah that was a keysgate cosplay oh, so yeah that's hilarious that's no, oh that's... i made that cosplay with my grandma too she helped me out that's so great that, i remember that's that. what even made it or memorable too yeah no that's 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 great that's great even like i think i'm also cosplaying Zora right now and this i would say that i think this is the first cosplay where i was like because it was the zoro's relative like easy easy buy and um like compared to like many others like i'm sure going full toroki probably is 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 pretty it, cosplay can get expensive obviously because you're you're buying some of these uh, different things and some of them are custom made some of them aren't um yeah and yeah even for me like i went to my first convention ever uh anime convention ever like um this past july it was actually my first ever so when i went there and i i decided to cosplay as well and i i get what you mean because it's definitely like nerve-wracking because like even though i knew i was going to go to a convention full of people who were going to be dressing as all types of different things um just the, the fact that i had to walk outside from the garage to the convention hall there's that there's gonna be a strip of like normal people not people who aren't cosplayers people who are not going to the convention i should say that uh so like i knew that like okay they're gonna be looking at me weird which was funny because like they you know it's just really in your head because honestly no one no one cares like no one really cares uh but it's funny that like a security guard to the the garage stopped me he was like oh yeah who are you who are you cosplaying as and we had like a like a 15 to 20 minute discussion about like i think i was doing roy i think i did roy mustang that day from full metal alchemist mm-hmm. and he were, were talking about that going back and forth and he was doing like it was, it was a, and that was a conversation where i was like you never know you honestly never know who are like who are nerds or who knows this it was, it was actually very hilarious like you just i love like meeting people who you would just like on first glance like uh, reading a cover and you're kind of just like huh like this probably this person probably doesn't like watch him or probably doesn't like keep up with him if anything else but like, no you'd be surprised like people like really are about this this nerd has gotten so big even like you see the manga i've never had 
we now that I could recall, but I don't think in our lifetimes we've ever dealt with a manga uh, manga shortage like we did um, late last year and like early this oh my year. God. It was crazy. Hey, what what series yeah. were what series were you looking for that you couldn't find or it was like out of stock or something? Black Torch for the longest time. Mm. I, it was specifically volume three. I swear I was looking for an entire year and it was just <laughs> going to be a headache. I was like, what the heck? This is not even like a super popular manga series. But it just, I couldn't freaking find it. But finally it came back in stock on Amazon and someone on TikTok actually told me that, which was their lifesaver for that. That's great. Other ones, I feel like, you know, the Dawn is still one. I can't everyone wants you know the dawn and i think i'm just gonna bite the bullet and have it on my kindle um which is something as a collector i'm starting to learn that like there are certain series i should like really focus on and finish in my current collection yeah or either i should just like i want to be sure that's what i want to physically collect and versus just like something i want to read on my kindle you're better than so. me i can't i try <laughs> and I, you I can hate save money reading. that way too so you can but I hate online reading. Like I, you know, I see people's like bookshelves of like like yeah. I've seen uh, some people have like libraries full of like manga. Like some people have like a full on like it looks like the headquarters for manga, right? And I never get jealous of that <laughs> or like never makes me want to go buy more. But I, I get them because like some people do collect, which is fine. But like I really love physical copies because the phone the phone distracts me and also the light irritates me. Even with these glasses, it irritates me. So that's why I really enjoy physically getting them because I can I just I'm more locked in. Um, but you're right. Some series like Def like Blue, uh, not Blue Black, Black Torch, right? It's called. Yeah, Black Torch. Black Torch is one. Whereas, like I, I I read, so I saw it on the shelf. I would always see it. Uh, so my problem was the opposite because you say you couldn't find Volume Three, right? Mm-hmm. So Volume so, Volume Three. Yeah. So my store always had Volume Three. Always. What? My brother only had volume three. I couldn't oh find it had, it had volume two and three. I could never find one. And I, I hate starting at volume two. I hate that shit. So like, I'll never do it. And so I was like, I need volume one. Or else <laughs> I'm never going to, I'm never going to read. The cover looks sick. It just looked sick and different. Cause um, yeah. yeah, it just looked, cause I, I, I always, I've read manga for years, like years prior to like TikTok and everything, but I never really like the, the, but the selection really i shouldn't even say that i would never look for them the selection is as drastically different it's drastically different now uh, maybe 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 because i'm more aware of it I, i'm not sure but it's a lot different now compared to like a lot more titles are available um and americans buy that shit up they buy manga up it is crap never i don't even think i don't even know if america has seen not like the like comics the like the, the graphic novel variety gets sold this way since like the beginning of comic books or something because it isn't it's insane what's happening to manga compared to comic books i've never seen this before it's crazy yeah, it's wild there's actually this used bookstore in florida yeah I, I used to go to this bookstore in florida um it's a used bookstore and they used to have like a huge wall of manga and i'm like talking about manga that probably early 90s like old old stuff and like it was it would take me days to probably go through every single one of them and just look through and pick and sort but um I went back recently and I got lucky enough to get the uh old school Inuyasha mangas for a cheap but um it was like almost gone and I was like dumbfounded. I was like this is supposed to be like a little hidden gem of a 
Japanese bookstore nobody really knew and it was like had so much stuff that like ever since yeah this manga boom of people wanting to read read which is great uh it also sucks because it's like dang the stockpile is gone you took it's, the goods it's it's so wild it's it's wild and it's it's crazy to see but we're running on the last couple of minutes here so i wanted to ask um also um you know we talked about the differences between now and then but i really wanted to dive a little bit more into like is there any differences that you see you know from your exposure anime fans growing up and then now being like super hyper aware of like what's going the community online what are some of the differences have you seen any or noticed any differences between like anime fans like now versus then like is there anything maybe you see that's a little bit different whether it's like more of the arguments that happen now or more the the people are more cosplaying more than ever before like i was curious what your thought about that was um well i i'll start with the negative first yeah the negative is i feel like people just care way too much about the littlest things um especially when comparing animes or scenes with each other or just like you know goku versus whoever <laughs> that popular debate <laughs> um yeah, but people yeah. get so intense and just like i feel like they get so wrapped up into it and i feel like it's been a problem lately to where like it just starts like huge feuds and like and we just like go back to how we just simply enjoy like the character itself you know and like sure it's cool to compare them to other characters but like do we you need to pit them together like that and just create all this negative toxic environment um but i will say the positive is that like it's been really nice as an anime or, or manga fan to like go out and merch and see other people have subtle merch like you do or like even if you're just wearing merch or they're just wearing merch you can pinpoint it out and say hi to each other and have like a really cool conversation of like what you like um and i've been seeing that everywhere now which is great and i like seeing the younger generation too like uh, like little kids really get into it because now they're going to have exposure of like something really really cool and i have to go through hopefully you know bullying because of it like a lot of us probably did back in the day and so yeah and i think it also brings a lot of cultural awareness too people are really now starting to get into like asian culture and just different types of cultures in general and people are trying to be culturally aware which is really great and i just feel like it's opening the whole door to a lot of different things I, I i think so too and i think it's i think it's really cool to see the evolution over time of like different you know like different characters because there's always going to be you know like one of the biggest uh, things one of my favorite writers have uh, said is that like you know you, there's always going to be someone new discovering your story and loving your character so you know there's always going to be someone uh, a new generation seeing goku for the first time seeing ichigo naruto etc you know and even like the new heroes you have now like no pun intended uh deku or you have uh, uh yuji you know all these different things so it's always cool to see people you know, latch on to like Yuji or latch on to Deku or stuff like that, like how we did with Yusuke Yurameshi or, or Luffy from, you know, from One Piece. Maybe I started at the very beginning because One Piece is that long, yeah. um, you know, or, you know, all these different characters. So it, it's just really cool to see that. And I really hope that eventually, hopefully, probably it probably won't happen, but hopefully, you know, we can like go to the, the side of life where it's like we're all just getting along and realizing, you know what, the community is always better when we can just have open discussions about stuff instead of just like, you know, hammering each other down and like, um, you know, making a place where it's like people feel like they can't talk about stuff 
because they're like worried about like backlash. Yeah, yeah. I get that. that. Yeah, yeah I definitely feel like a lot of people still have a hard time now trying to open up about like any opinion about anything yeah. with their anime without getting like repercussions for it. And um, I just think it's bad. Like we need to have like a safe, uh, not even like a safe place. Like it generally should just be a place where we just have whatever thoughts we have about a certain character or anything in the fandom. Like it should just be what it is. And whether people agree or disagree, we just leave it at that and call it a day, you know? Like, that's no, the ideal world you know factual factual but ash thank you so much for joining us today uh where can the people find you if they want to consume some of your content oh of course you can find me on tiktok and instagram my tiktok handle is ash that otaku girl and then my instagram handle is that otaku girl and in the future, if you follow me on TikTok and Instagram, I'll be announcing a YouTube channel in the next, in the next couple months. So there thanks we for go. having me. This is fun. There you go. Y'all heard it here first. Be on the lookout for a YouTube in the future, but you can always see her on Instagram and on TikTok. And you can find me on pretty much every social media at wholesome underscore monk. Go ahead and make sure y'all get some wholesome monk merch. You'll be more wholesome for it. And you watch this or you listen to it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.